What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Steel and Teal. Still don't remember what episode it is. Don't care. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. Jim from Fan in the Van. And all I know is this episode is legal to drink. So that's all that, <laughs> that's all that really matters, you know. Unless Speaking of which, David, cheers. Unless, unless you're Dave at the Alberta Shore House getting totally ossified and then just going <laughs> off on deep-rooted tangents that was fun what, for those what, for, what episode that was that was you, fun y'all. so for those who don't know uh brent and dave invited me back on uh to their most recent episode which if you haven't checked them out go check it out show was awesome i had an absolute blast i love doing stuff with those guys it's been way too long um they had some comment about and I, I mean we'll touch on a brief i don't i'm not gonna give the whole episode away but it basically started with um the comments on why can't nfl like why do players not usually stay for their senior year so i messaged yeah. him like hey i'd love to talk to you guys about this because like as someone who knows a lot about it like i would love to talk about this and then um later on in the episode they mentioned about mark andre flurry and his uh native awareness day mask that he was wearing which nobody would have known about and <laughs> they didn't yeah. make a huge deal out of it and then it we that just spiraled into something else. I'm like, I completely agree with you guys on that. Like, that's ridiculous. Who cares? Which, which the Minnesota Wild? I'm sorry, your your franchise looks like a complete joke for saying that. If he wears it, you're gonna like fine him and punish him for it. What's the big deal? His wife is is a uh, is a part of that community, and it's like God forbid he supports a significant other and. <laughs> On a day designated for her, like I, it's wild to the point though. Apparently, that the the local tribe was like, "Hey, like we'll pay your fine." And Andre Fleur's like, "I got plenty of money. I'll pay my own fine. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I got plenty of money. I ain't worried about this. It's dumb, but I'm gonna wear the mask. I don't care, dude. Fuck it. Wear it for the rest of the season. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. And fuck. then that. Great. And it was uh, Truba hitting what's his. Oh. A, oh my god! What? I saw that, and I'm a Ranger fan. I'm just like, you fucking idiot! You I, are a moron! Like, oh my like, god! Got to know better at this point. Being one of the captains of this team, you got to know better than that. Come on! It's it's nuts. Like I just I don't know, and, and the fine is ridiculous. Like Brent and Dave said, if that was Bedard, if that was Crosby, if that was Stamkos, if that was any of the other like heads of the league or faces of the league, oh, it wouldn't be five. Th- there would probably be assault charges, especially oh, with been- Crosby because he's a whiny little bitch. Oh. I, I, I hate Crosby. I hate him. He reminds me he's the shell <laughs> version of Tom Brady, and, and I just I I can't. It's I mean, like- he's a hockey player. I just don't like him. He's got one of those. Remember those inflatable weeble wobble? Things yes, like we punch him and they just. Yeah, that's <laughs> Nate Crosby. <laughs> Nobody stays down if he does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he does that little bitch. Uh, no, Sidney Crosby has more money than I'm ever going to see in my entire life, and more talent in his left pinky than I do in my body. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's a hell of a player. I'll give him that. He's got the NHL's most punchable face. Speaking of punchable faces, Roger Goodell <laughs> said <laughs> one of the dumbest things. So for those of you who stayed off the internet for the last four or five days, um, Roger Goodell apparently has said that the league will, uh, the rules committee will meet to 
potentially outlaw the brotherly shove, a.k.a. tush push, whatever you want to call it. Um, And what's interesting, too, do you know who doesn't have a member on that committee? Probably the Eagles. Correct. You know who does have members on that committee? Everybody else who's fucking whining about it. The Commanders, the Giants, and the Cowboys. And a couple other people. So their whole conference. Yeah. Which uh, Here's my thing. Stop the play or stop whining about it. It's a QB sneak with extra steps. If you outrule the tush push or whatever, if you outrule that play, you have to rule. Or if you, you know, you can't do that play anymore. No, no more brotherly shove. Great. Okay. No more QB sneak. Whenever the running back is running forward, Lyman can no longer push him because that's what this is going to evolve into. Yeah. This has always been a part of the game. Stop it or stop whining about it. Low man wins. Stack the box, get lower, fourth and two or less. We all know what the hell is coming. Yeah. They line up that formation. We know what's coming every single time. It just stack the box, get lower, and build up on your interior defensive line. Get lower than the other guys. Have the safeties and linebackers come in. There's no wide receivers out there. There's, no. No. Have safeties in the box to cover two, maybe two safeties in a corner. Have them lined up in the box. And then everybody else be defensive linemen or linebackers and just fucking get after it. it yeah, like. Not- I guarantee you today, and we're recording this at 9.47 a.m. Eastern on a Sunday morning, I guarantee you that the Eagles' brotherly shove, tush-push thing will have a hard time against the Niners' defense. I guarantee it. Yeah. I, I guarantee it, and I guarantee they're gonna. this game is going to give everybody the, you know, the, the playbook, basically, to stop this play, which is wild that you – I figured it out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just some moron in Southern Georgia. What, what are we talking about? What do you, I mean, do you agree with me on this or not? Like, this is stupid. No, I, I do agree. It's, it, you know, and bottom line is stop it or stop whining. It's really not that you have grown men arguing about a fucking football oh, play. Me. That, <laughs> that's, that's legal. That's legal. But, but the thing is, and it's funny because, you know, it's the Eagles doing it. But if this was, say, Tom Brady doing it, say if they ran this in New England for years, we wouldn't be hearing boo-hoo one about it. If the it Chiefs ran it. Smartest. Oh, well, Tim, if the Chiefs ran it, they'd probably call it the fucking, they'd, they'd probably call it the swift push. But regardless, yeah, nobody would be whining about that. But because it's the Eagles, because it's Jalen Hurts, you know, it's, you know, let's just make this a, a you know a big deal, and listen again. Stop it, or stop bitching. Simple it's as really that. Only options, and it's hilarious how Goodell will get involved in this, but he doesn't really get involved in anything else. Do you know what's funny too? So we mentioned stop it or stop whining. The penalty poll that I posted. There's your alliteration for the week. Penalty. We'll treat this like NPR. The penalty poll that I posted. <laughs> <laughs> your, your ASMR for the day. <laughs> we have now turned to that type of podcast and we have gone completely off the rails. <laughs> I'm in a weird fucking mood today, man. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> so, but like, I don't even know where I was going with this. 
the penalty uh, poll. Oh, penalty. So my my penalty poll that I posted for the weakest excuses for a team loss. Uh, the numbers are in. Two hundred people have spoken. And out of all, and there were a couple. In the honorable mention, I will say, there was somebody who had a, a fantastic uh, point that I missed. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Off week or bye week, like a team playing on a bye week. I'm like, or playing, you know, a team coming off a bye week. Like, oh, you guys had a bye week last week. You had two weeks to prepare for this. Honorable mention for that. Uh, I'll give you that. That was good. Uh, it. it it's what I mean is like it's a good like it's not a good excuse. I see it, but still, I don't see it as often as I see the four that I posted. You still need to be prepared. I mean, I'll I'll give it honorable mention, but yeah, if, it, if I heard if somebody said that in in front of me, I probably just laugh and walk away. Be like, I can't debate. In, in fifth in Mark. fifth place was bye week. Fourth place was injuries. Third place, field and or turf. Do you want to guess which was second between jet lag and officials? Jet lag had to be second. Officials has got to be Jet lag won. Oh, you know, that was Buffalo Bills fans voting all over that shit. I'm saying it's the weakest excuse, not the best excuse. So like the worst excuse for, yeah. But you know, Bill fans would have voted that one based on the fact that they lost to oh, who did they play? Oh, yeah, it's right. They played the Jaguars that played on the same field and actually know how to travel to London. Did, did you funny. notice? Did you notice the theme with this poll? <laughs> yes. Did you notice the theme with this poll? It was for everybody whining and bitching about all the London games and every just the turf in general and everything else and how and, everybody wants officials as the excuse. Pretty much everything we've discussed all year so far. Every excuse that I put down, minus the um the bye week, was shit that I have heard about why my Jags have beaten a team this year. Every single one of them. You won because of the officials. You won because we were hurt. You won because of the turf. Motherfucker, we play on the same field. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you know how fields work. Like we play on the <laughs> We play on the same field that which and then it, it was that. And then uh, the, well, the officials gave you that game. The officials gave you this blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, look, if there's an egregious penalty count between like, you know, oh, you guys had three penalties called on you. Whereas my team had 14. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's bad. But like for the people who are upset about this tank Dell got called for illegal motion, illegal mo- or illegal shift. Sorry. No, no, no. Illegal motion. That's right. I always mix them up. Illegal motions, you cannot be, because this isn't fucking arena football, you cannot be moving towards the line of scrimmage as the ball is being snapped, which is what he was doing. Now, was that mis- Was that timing on Stroud's part or the center's part? I don't know. I'm sure you guys have run this play a million times in practice before, but that's what the penalty was. He was moving forward towards or during the time of the ball was snapped. It's the same thing. Should it have been fl- thrown earlier? Absolutely. 100% giving you that. Does it look bad? Sure. I'll give you that. But don't fucking move forward during the ball being snapped and get upset. That's like an offensive lineman flinching during a false start. Be like, it wasn't me. Like, no, it absolutely was you. You jumped. That's what you did. But the jet lag one, I agree a thousand percent. Because the jet lag, when the Bills traveled over to London, and they're like, oh, well, we, 
you know, we got over there on Friday with jet lag takes 48 hours to overcome. Cool. Who forced you to fly on Friday? Especially when you played on Sunday. No one forced you to fly on Friday. You could have flown out. You should have flown out Monday night and practiced all the way through. Because I'm pretty sure you won. So there's your fucking victory Monday. Victory Monday on a fucking plane over to London. (laughs) And then go from there. Like, this isn't hard. You guys had an advantage. Because, you like, well, yeah, I figured we would. But don't act like, you know, y'all didn't come over on a Friday night. Like, that's your fault. Goodell didn't book your fucking plane ticket. No. Which is... You, your, your traveling secretary or whatever they yep. call him in the NFL, they did. It, it was your organization that screwed up. You know you're going across the country to, to London, and you know there's a, there's a time difference, and you know there's this and this, and you know you need time to get over jet lag. So if you play Sunday, you leave Monday. It's not that hard. It's, not, it's, it's as simple as taking one plus one and making it two. You play on Sunday, you leave Monday. Guess what doesn't happen on Sunday? No jet lag. There you go, Bills fans. Your excuse has no legs to stand on because I literally swept the leg like Johnny Lawrence. Dr. Jim here. <laughs> My diagnosis is you're stupid. Like And, it, that, segment, and that segment was brought to you by Midol, used for any cramps. <laughs> Jesus. Just like a Bengals fan who hopped into my DM box saying that TJ Watt is the dirtiest player in the NFL because he went to punch Browning when he was going for the ball. That's what TJ Watt does, folks. When he goes for a strip sack, he tries to punch it out. Not like any other NFL D lineman, safety, corner, linebacker has never done that before. It's and, lit- P- and PFF, by the way, take Miles Garrett's balls out your mouth. Because T.J. Watt will win Defensive Player of the Year. Sorry, Browns fans. Choke on that one. Back to you in the studio, Garrett. Jesus. <laughs> they think, uh, what is it, Deron Bland might win DPOY. Uh, it's a great story, Deron Bland. Don't get me wrong, but not for nothing. Uh, he looked, congratulations, well done, cooked against D.K. Metcalf. Sorry. D- he did D.K. Metcalf. Came out and was the DK Metcalf you expected him to be. DK Metcalf trash talks in sign language. And it's the most petty DK thing I've ever seen. And I'm fucking here for it. I'm here for every second of it. Because it's awesome. It's awesome. Because you're taunting. It's fine. But now it's in sign language. You can just say you're dancing or whatever. And it's like, great. Now they can't penalize you. And you can say whatever you want. Like I love it. Awesome. It's great. I love it. I, trash talking needs to be a part of this game. Like it, it's that mental aspect. I feel is severely that 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 I think tr- that should be allowed. I don't understand how a guy gets a taunting penalty for taking his helmet off after like the face masking grill was like ripped that off. That was of it. fucking stupid. Okay. And then on top of that, you have that kid. Remember oh, what Dolphin game was it? When yep. Tariq yep. Exactly. Yep. That kid and then got he got fired. fired. After they used his fucking clip. Do you know that Tariq Hill is paying him while he's unemployed? Absolutely. Tariq Hill felt so bad. For people who talk shit about Tariq Hill, the guy does a lot of things that are very commendable. So if you're going to talk shit about him, listen, I'm not advocating for the Dolphins at all. I don't like him. I don't hate him. I have no issues with Dolphins fans or their team. No. 
Shut the fuck up. You know what? Listen, the NFL is so soft on so many levels. It is it is ridiculous. Like, did you see one of the last Raven games before their bye week? And the ref is like, uh, oh, no, it was the Dolphin game. He's telling Tariq Hill no peace signs. He's like, I'm just trying to promote world peace. Yeah. He's like, what's the big deal? And then the fine, and then the fine amounts for these things are ridiculous. Like Jalen Warren gets fined like a whole game check for playing football, and then you have these guys that do more egregious things, and they get fined like ten grand, which is like nothing to some of them. The NFL should be—it's a no fun league at this point. It's my my. For those who don't know, there was a uh, this guy's story went viral earlier this week. Uh, I don't remember his name, but he uh, he was a photographer and a videographer for the NFL. And when he lived in Miami, became close to Tyreek Hill and stuff like that. Tyreek saw him after scoring a touchdown, grabbed his phone and did a backflip while holding his phone. Not only did the NFL use that footage, they fired him after. Which is ridiculous. How well, how are you going to use the footage, then fire him? Because it's the fucking NFL. It's dumb, it's, man. It's and, and and this is why Goodell has been a joke, and we've discussed it before with his punishment, where it's like, okay. They don't make any sense. Guy, okay, so it's like this guy gambled on a game on, let's say, let's use Jameis. Jameis went uh, Jameis Williams. Williams. All right. He bets whoever in college, but he did it at his locker. What's the big deal? It's not an NFL game being bet on. I understand gambling's not allowed on the on you know on the on the property of an NFL facility. I get it, but it's it's still dumb. But it's like okay, suspend them half the season for it is weak when you have quarterbacks and all these other guys out there doing more malicious things. I, I you know, obviously we know when I say quarterback, we know who we're talking about. It's not that stupid, you know. People out there aren't that dumb to realize who we're talking about. The we're quarter gonna, billion, the quarter billion dollar man. Yeah, we're not going to open up that door again because I think we've we beat that horse to that death. Door. We can move on. But you have these guys doing these most malicious things, and they're getting slaps on the wrist. And then you have these guys doing things that aren't harmful to anybody. It's like, oh, well, you're out there, Calvin Ridley. Well, you're out the year. You're out the year. This guy's out a year. This guy's out. Come on. But to act like this isn't happening, so I feel the same way about gambling on games that I do about NIL deals. To act like it wasn't happening before is just ignorant. It's already happening. It's been happening. Just hit up your buddy. Be like, it's been happening for decades. Players would be in... Now it's a little easier and it's easier to track and stuff like that. But like there was a point in time where I'm sure Namath could have gone to a guy up in a bar in New York or, you know, Studio 54 and been like, hey, here's a hundred grand. Put it down on this or had his buddy go in and and do that. And that was just it. And then his buddy would collect it and give it to Joe and take a cut. And that would, I'm just making up a scenario here. I'm not saying Joe Namath gambled on games. Calm down. Well, Uh, well, if he did, he wasn't betting Jack games, and he certainly isn't now. That's for sure. Well, it's unless he bet him to lose with Aaron Rodgers and his his horse Achilles. <laughs> Whatever the hell's in that ankle, it just came I, out to it I, came out today. I don't, get, I don't get why he even is rushing to come back. He's not, you actually, are not a, you're not in contention. The only thing they're going to do is make him the the emergency third QB just so he can be close to the team 
But yep. this whole time he was hurt, he should have been close to the team. Maybe Zach Wilson wouldn't be quarterback number three, and Simeon and Tim Blow- Blowhole is frigging above him. Like, look, here's my thing. So it came out about an hour ago as recording this. Uh, Rodgers could be activated, but he won't actually play because they're not contending. Is exactly what we said would happen. Um, What I do want to pull up is Tim Boyle's college stats because they're ridiculous. Ow! Tim Tim Boyle. Ow! All right, you ready? Tim Boyle. Uh, he had five games played his uh, freshman year, nine games played his sophomore year, five games played his junior year. Career uh, completions, 133. Career attempts, 275. That's a 48.4 completion percentage for 1,200 yards, uh, one touchdown, 13 interceptions. Wow. And he's your that's, starter, that, New York. That, that is New Jersey Jet material right that's, there. If want below mid, that oh is below my God. mid. Oh, that's my. hilarious! It's so funny. It's so funny to me. It, it <laughs> Jets are Zach, you got you got to feel for Zach Wilson. The I, Jets I mean, I, I, from a humanitarian standpoint, <laughs> the fact that like. The, the 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 fact that in the arms of an no, no, I hate that. I hate <laughs> you want you you want to know what the biggest nightmare is? It's not when you're sleeping. It's when you wake up at three a.m. and you hear Sarah McLaughlin with that. Listen, I, first off, I I love dogs. You know, no. to get serious, I love dogs, but I don't need to wake up at three a.m. from fucking sleep apnea. Okay, and then. Have to see these dogs chained up and then see this friggin' bitch come out and be like, for five cents a day, you could feed this golden retriever. It's like, how about this? How about people that mistreat dogs should just be shot in the fucking ball sack? How about that? Or put down. Um, but they should, it, they put should down. be. I love to see. I love to see the human piece of shit that owns a dog that chains a dog outside in a blizzard. I would love to chain you outside to a tree in a blizzard. And then I'll act like the dog. When I have to pee, I'll lift one leg up and right on you. It, it's time to rehome the human who does that. But uh, the, yeah. I, I will I will say it, there is an actual worse nightmare than that. The worst nightmare, the worst way to wake up is to wake up at 3 a.m. and realize that you are either A, the quarterback of the New York Jets, or that Zach Wilson is your quarterback. <laughs> That's a worse nightmare. That's a worse way to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> an even worse, an even worse one is waking up the night, the, the morning of the draft, and realizing the Jets are gonna fucking draft you. Damn it! I want to go to the Jets. Yeah, you know, and, and that's what's and that's what's interesting with the whole you know with the upcoming NFL draft. With you know, does Khalid Williams come out or not? And how you know his advisor, not his agent, but an advisor. Should go and ask the top teams, mm-hmm. you know, like, like how you guys discussed on Tuesday's yeah. episode. You gonna draft my guy know, or no? Are you gonna take my guy or not? And a lot of them honestly aren't gonna give you an honest answer because they know what they're gonna do yet because they're waiting to the end of the NFL season to see what their biggest needs are gonna be before mm-hmm. they even approach the draft. And if you're a team, say like, let's use 
Well, actually, we'll use two teams because they'll probably, well, actually not one because they probably, the Giants are playing to get out of the top spot at this point with uh, Tommy Cutlets. The Bears, do you move on from, do you move on from no. Justin Fields or do you draft Khalid Williams? And I'll be honest, you don't move on from Justin Fields. I think, you know, he gets a lot of unfair criticism and I think the franchise is what's hurt him. Because if, if you put Justin Fields anywhere else in this league, you'll see what Justin Fields is really about. Yeah. Hell, you know what? Put Justin Fields. If you were to put, and this is obviously before Pittsburgh drafted Kenny Pickett. Pickett. If if you put Fields in Pittsburgh, ooh, if you put Fields in Jacksonville before they took Trevor Lawrence. That was the same year, actually. Imagine if they took Fields over, over Trevor Lawrence. I still think we'd be fine. I think Fields is good. I think Lawrence is better, but I think Fields is a good quarterback. Underclassmen have until January 15th or 15th to uh, file declaration papers with the league spe- or special or seeking special eligibility. Uh, basically, juniors have until the 15th to declare for the draft. So Williams has about another month and a half before he has to declare. And by January 15th, the season's pretty much decided. The top 10 picks are set. Yeah. So I think New Year's Day, that advisor is going to be going around asking everybody and be like, hey, you taking my guy? Like, he's the top 10 picks. You taking my guy or no? You're not taking my guy? All right, fine. And then take it back. And it's it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I like... I, I think he should do what the kid from... Uh, was it Oakland, Texas Tech? No, not Texas Tech. Oklahoma State. Ewers is doing. Oh, Texas with uh, Quinn Ewers. Yeah, where he, he's staying his senior year to build up his value that yeah. much more. And I think Khalid Williams should do the same exact thing because not only that next year's class is weaker than this year's class. So here, here's why I think what yours is doing makes sense, but why it scares me. So there are plenty of people who stayed for their senior year and it did not pan out. They left a year later. What this makes me think with yours is like, you see yours is like, okay, I'm not going to be one of the top 10 guys off the board, but I can be that guy next year. I think Far- that's, Barring any injury. I exactly. I there's another that, Texas court. And that's the gamble when that's the gamble if these guys are gonna do that. Is you're there, taking a gamble on the big payday as opposed to trying to build your value up more. And it's always gonna be one of those the opinions are always gonna kind of be here. It's always gonna go up and down because it's like, okay, you know, if Khalid Williams stays, but then he gets hurt. He screws up his value. Yeah, but if you leave and go into the league and you perform like a top 10 guy is supposed to be, also value. So it doesn't matter what these guys do. It's almost like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, And it's because of people like us that it's that that's a situation that is created. There's another quarterback who went to Texas who stayed for his senior year and actually tanked his draft stock because he got hurt in the national championship game. It's Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy was a junior, was supposed to be a top or you know, top half of the draft pick. Uh went back for his senior year to win a natty, and then his draft stock fucking tanked. Jake Locker over at Washington. Similar situation. He didn't go back to a national championship. He went back to build up his stat or his uh his like, you know, his his background more, and he yeah. tanked his draft stock. It happens all the time. 
where you get these guys who are like, I'm going to stay for one more year to go. I'm going to win it all. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do and like, okay. It's a 50, 50 shot on whether this works out or not. If you're guaranteed to be a top 15 pick fucking go, yeah. <laughs> like take, take it, run with it. And it, that's like, like, like if we were put in that situation, I'd fucking I'll, take the money. Like if I know I'm going top 10, I don't even care what team's drafted me. Take the I money. know I'm getting that big payday. Listen, I'll play for the shit team for, for for however long the deal, you know, up until your fifth year option. Listen, you pick it up, you pick it up, you don't, you don't, because then when I'm a free agent, I get to choose where I go next to get the next big payday. Exactly. So that, that's what that's what I would do. But you know, we're not Khalib Williams, we're not Ewers, we're not these guys. So, you know, and they obviously have people in their ears telling them what's best for them when in when in reality. Khalid Williams should be thinking for himself. You're a grown man. Think for yourself. You don't need your dad to tell you what you need to, what you should do or should not do. And if Khalid Williams feels, hey, you know what? I can go to a top 10 team and I could turn this team around, whether it's the Cardinals, whether it's whoever, then fucking do it. Here, Here's what I say. I And I don't, I saw something the other day. Somebody made a meme. And they're like, oh, this is the Bears with Caleb Williams. This is the Bears with Justin Fields. And it was a guy throwing a pass to somebody. And then it was Justin Fields throwing a pass to Marvin Harrison. But he was, like, getting tackled. And I'm like, to me, that seems like an offensive line issue. (laughs) (laughs) And if you have a top five pick, we have the number one overall pick, because Carolina's probably going to have it. Like, what, what a lot of people don't realize either is if you look at the current layout of the league, the top picks are going to be the Bears, in, in no particular order, the Bears, beca- and then the Bears part two because they have the Panthers' first-round pick, yeah. the Cardinals, and the fucking Patriots. Oh, uh, well, you know, I was never expecting that, but uh, hey, you know, uh, Mac Jones is gone at the end of the year, and uh, Bill, I'm going to leave, and that's that. Bill can get his, his savior this year in this draft which is why I don't think he leaves because he's going to be fucking three. He's going to be three at best four and 13 by the end of the year. So he's going to get a top three pick. He's going to get his pick of the litter yeah. with Caleb Drake may yeah. well, or Michael Penix. They'll lose this. They'll lose this Sunday. Then Absolutely. Round and they got to play. They got to play right now. They, they got to play the Steelers, which that'll be another loss. That's uh, Thursday so- night next week. Yeah. Hang on. Sorry, Tom Brady and the officials won't save you in that game, Bill. I hate to tell you that. Well, listen, it's you know we're we're really not onto that game yet. We just take things one week at a time. Did you see? When, when, all right, so obviously you watched the Cowboy Seahawks game the way I was, and obviously, some of it, not all of it. Obviously, we had vested interest in it because round mm-hmm. picks. Who's in one and zero? Who's going to be zero and one? Regardless. Jesus Christ! Did you see the fucking? It was just, so, so it's like when they're advertising it. They didn't know what Patriot player to put up. They just put they, Bill up there. I saw that. Check against TJ Watt. I'm that like, was awesome. I'm like, this is. I'm like, this is bad. This is so bad. When Amazon doesn't know who to use, that's a huge fail. So here, here's this. They they have the Chargers today, Steelers next week, and then their well, next four games after that are the Chiefs, the Broncos. Yes. The Loss. Bills and Loss. the Jets part two. When they have 
give him the Jets part too because at that point, fucking Joe Namath will probably be suiting up at that point. I will give them two wins out of their next few games, which literally a, a case in fucking point, like what I just said, they will go four and or they will go four and uh, what thirteen. Four and thirteen, yeah. They're gonna go four and thirteen, and this is, is the, the first time in thirty years that, in a Bill Belichick era, he will have a top five draft pick. Yep. Who would have thought? I mean, you, you kind of would have known it at this point when you see that Mac Jones is not the guy, and there's a reason why. Now you see why the Niners didn't take him and yep. why he fell as far as he fell. This is what I kept telling people over and over and over again they're like oh max a top three pick i'm like i've watched mac jones a lot because of yeah. you know sec football and everything you didn't look at a top three pick to me no but the way things are projected is the bears are going to have two of the top five picks and they'll get marvin harrison jr in one of them because they'd be dumb if they don't i think if they're smart him and they him with dj moore here's what and then put um mooney in the slot so here's what i'm saying they do if they're smart here's what the bears will do if they get the number one overall pick bears will trade back a year or trade back a year trade back a pick or two to either the giants or the cardinals or the patriots or uh the commanders one or, or even the bucks one of these teams who needs a quarterback desperately yeah. And they're going to trade a, an AJ uh, uh, Julio Jones level, you know, draft hall to the Bears yeah. if they're smart. And then what they do is they sit back with their fourth overall pick and they take fucking Marvin Harrison Jr. And then they yeah. take just offensive line, defensive line, defensive back, and just bolster the fucking trenches. Yeah. And that's what they need. And they need running back depth, but you can get running back depth way back in the draft. I worried about that or free agency, one of the two. But I, it it makes sense. Bears are right now projected to have the number one and the number four overall pick, and that wouldn't shock me if they trade back out of first. And they just go, "Hey, who wants it? (laughs) Best offer." It's like fucking Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take three future first round picks or best offer. (laughs) This is what we want. So. It's speaking of you know picks that happen later in the draft and stuff like that. You showed me something interesting about how Deshaun Jackson thought that Hertz was going to be the guy when he had Wentz after the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I yeah I believe it. Wentz can't hit water if he fell out of a boat with one of his passes. No, which I saw something the other. He posted a video of him like going bear hunting or something, and I was like, oh, you actually hit something. <laughs> oh look at that! Yeah, actually, had something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the fact that, that the fact that people were saying it then, and look at what he's doing now, it's Is, it, it's pretty much accurate that that Jalen they should have went to Jalen Hurts earlier. I would have at that Super Bowl, I would have wrote it out with with, with Hurts and just like, "Lord, bag, see you later." That's a fair. Yeah. That's pretty much what they did once they after that after that one year where Hertz was learning under Wentz, and they're like, ah, this, this is a mistake. <laughs> so, speaking of former Alabama quarterbacks as well, uh, 
and guys named Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, my my co-host on Two Dudes of Sports News, Jalen, uh, says you can't go wrong with a guy spelled J L A E N from Alabama. Oh, the video he put up. Oh, he's done a couple. <laughs> he's done a few. I, I love Jalen. That's that's my guy. I love him to death. But uh, it made me. It, it's making me laugh. And speaking of, you know, Jalen Hurts, my my buddy, and then we got to talk about Jalen Milrow and the Heisman odds because Alabama did what I thought they were going to do. And if you want to go back and check the fucking tape, I literally I said this Thursday night. Uh, edit it on Friday and post it Saturday morning. And I said, Bama's going to win. I also said Florida State was going to lose, which I was wrong. Um, but I said, Bama's going to win. And Bama won. So here's what I think happened. Like, in, in that regard, do you think Milrow wins the Heisman? And no. if not, who do you think does? No, the LSU kid wins it. It, yeah, I, I mean, I, I will walk back what I said earlier in this year. Jaden Daniels now holds the record for most yards by a single player. The last guy who held that record was old, old Johnny Football himself, and that was also the year that he won the Heisman. So I, I think that it goes to Jaden Daniels, and it's not a shot at Milrow. It, yeah. It's just Jaden, 600 yards. 600 yards. That's absurd. Yes, it came against my Gators. Yes, it sucks. But 600 yards. That's ridiculous. That is just dumb. That is so, that's ridiculous. But like, it's, I think, I absolutely agree with you. I think Jaden Daniels at this point wins Heisman. It's not Caleb Williams. You can make a case for Michael Penix and you can make a case for Jalen Milrow. But I think it's Jaden Daniels. Because it ain't Bo Nix anymore. No, nope. so, I think I mean, Bo has to realize he can't stay in college no more. What is he fucking Van 25, Wilder? 24-25. Yeah, it's like fucking Van Wilder. He's just trying to stay at Coolidge forever. <laughs> I just thought be, and that's because he's afraid of what's gonna happen when he has to go play on a real level now. Mm-hmm. So it, Oregon got that Ryan Reynolds and Van and Bo Nix. Georgia had it too with Stetson Bennett. Yeah, look where he is now. Yeah, not well, even in. But I, I don't, I don't know what issue that is. But not, it, I, I think I do, but that's not for me to say. Um, yeah. That might be an off-air conversation. But um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think Jaden Daniels wins a Heisman. I think it'll go Daniels, Penix, Milrow, and yeah. one, two, and three. Caleb Williams won't win it. Knicks won't win it. No. And I can't think of anybody else. And, and Marvin Harrison Jr. won't win it either. No, I don't think he will. It's unfortunately the MVP and the Heisman have become quarterback awards for the most part. Um, However, conference championship week with the way everything played out, who do you think is going to the college football playoff? Well, obviously, I don't think they should be in it, but Michigan is right because of the whole Harbaugh thing. I think they should be ineligible, but then that opens up a slot for Alabama, which will then just be handed it but whatever i honestly think obviously washington's gonna be in it mm-hmm. um it's three and four that i'm interested in because one and two we that's a no-brainer i think they wind up putting florida state in it really all right what about uh what about the fourth team 
wins. Right now, you got Michigan. Georgia's, Georgia's out of it. So is Ohio State. Jesus Christ, why am I drawing such a blank right now? Texas, Bama, UGA, Florida State are the rest of them. Those are the next well, big ones. Well, well, they said that Georgia's out of playoff contention with that loss last night. I don't think not, I don't think but they are. Make, but, that make, but but that would make no sense. And I don't think Ohio State should be out of it either. Trying to find. I mean, for I, I, I mean, I mean, regardless, I think we can agree they're just going to put whoever they want on there, and they're just going to find stupid reasons why instead of just like you know the team that played the, the best, just put them in it. So, and, and that's I don't, I don't I don't like college football scheduling because half these top tier schools play the weakest teams throughout half of it, and then you play one big game against one big school the whole year. Like, Michigan only plays Ohio State once. Alabama plays Georgia once. So here's my thing. Do you want to know the the rules that go into these selections and where the teams get ranked? Because I have them. Let's, Let's get into it. Conference championships won. Strength of schedule. Head-to-head competitions, comparative outcomes of common opponents without ins- or incenting margin of victory. So, how did you like if? <clears throat> excuse me, if you look at say like with this whole Texas, UGA, and Alabama thing, Bama beat Georgia, Texas beat Bama. So Texas goes in. However, I, that's a, also flawed logic because by that logic, then that doesn't make Texas better than Georgia. That made Texas no. better than Bama on that Saturday. And yeah. then you've got the other relevant factors such as unavailability of key players and coaches that may have affected a team's performance during the season or likely will affect his postseason performance. That is why I think Florida State gets snubbed. Because Jordan Travis isn't there. Yeah. So you're going with Tate Rodemaker, who or uh, what? Oh my God, he dude looked creepy last night with his mustache and like <laughs> Brock, but whatever his name is, it, it, it's. I don't think here, here's my four. Michigan at one, unfortunately, hurts me to say it. Dave, yeah. I don't care, hurts me to say it. Michigan at one, Washington at two. Yeah. Bama at three, UGA at four. If y'all think that the SEC is getting snubbed from this, you guys are absolutely no, incorrect. Because they never do. No, and I don't. I think Florida State goes at five, and Texas goes up to six, and Oregon drops down to seven. And yeah. that's what. And the reason why I think that is because they're not going to have them without the reigning C or they have the chance to have the reigning college football playoff champions in it to three P you have the team that beat them and is one of the most storied teams in recent memory over the last 10 to 15 years of college football. You can't think of 10 years. Of, uh, you can't think of the last decade of college football without thinking of Alabama. No, uh, if you don't like it, I don't fucking care. Argue with the wall. You, you can't. And then you can't take out Michigan, who has admittedly, when they did play Ohio State, they didn't really struggle that hard. And the teams, they beat the teams they were supposed to beat. 
And then Washington played a top 10 team twice with Oregon and beat them twice. And then, you know, yeah, they had their struggles with other teams, but they, they won out. The reason why Florida state falls out is because Jordan Travis isn't there. Can you punish them for it? Not really, but when you want to put the four best teams out there, they're going to sell the most tickets and be the four best teams in college football. Well, that's what it's about at the end of the day. Florida State it, falls out of it. It's it's about it's about money. Florida it's about State rate. falls out of it. Revenue. It's it, it's who can we who can we make the most most money off of? And those four teams there this year, they're the four teams you can make the most money off of. Texas. Especially- Texas has a case, but I don't think Texas goes in. No, I don't. I think Texas doesn't go in. And then I love other people like, oh, well, we like. You can't not have a, a undefeated team, you know, compete for like one of the the top spots in the football playoff. Like you absolutely can. Happens all the time. Liberty's undefeated. Yeah. They're not in the fucking college football playoff. UCF no. was undefeated five six years ago. They're not. They didn't compete for a playoff spot. No. You can absolutely have teams that are undefeated not compete for a playoff spot. Yeah. That's a horrible take. <laughs> it's a horrible, horrible, ignorant take. But I think it will go. Michigan, Washington, Bama, Georgia. Yeah, unless the unless NCAA decides now to punish Michigan, then one of those other teams would probably just get into it. But they won't do it because the NCAA punishment is like getting punished in like first and second grade. Yeah, where where it comes like you know stop that. (laughs) And all NCAA will do is oh. Well, in 2023, when Michigan was bowl eligible, we're just going to wipe that all out from the record books. But again, we'll remember it because we all watched it. Yep. It so, happened. But no, that that's my my top. That That's my four teams. And this is why the team is expanding to 12 next year. Yeah. Which is smart, I think, because this way you don't have situations like this. It's well, also <laughs> that, that you you can compare that to the new overtime rule. Mm hmm. Is what is Josh? Who is Josh Allen's biggest villain? Himself, overtime. <laughs> Himself in overtime. Self in overtime, and this is why we have the change in the overtime rule. Yep. Which, if you I can't hate- win it time in the regular season, okay. If you can't win it, and if you can't win an overtime in a regular season, I don't understand why. I, I understand why they're changing the rule. Again, more people are going to watch. It's, it's it'll be more interesting. But for the life of me, you had to change the rule because of one person who still can't win in overtime. Don't know. You still can't. No, you can't it's... win. That's like that's like playing Super Mario Brothers and never being able to save the princess. That is Josh Allen, and I'm not taking nothing away from him. But it's like when overtime comes, it's like he's zero and six. Yeah. <laughs> He's oh, you've had six chances, man. You're zero and six in overtime. That's crazy. I hear Bills fans say, you know, like, like not for nothing. You can't sit there and put it all. No, absolutely not. You know, could because obviously it's a team sport, but it's like if you're whining that you lost in overtime and you and you you proclaim to be this great team, if you were this great, you wouldn't you would never have to go to overtime to win or lose. No, I'm with you on that. Speaking of wins or losses, let's get into it. It's pick time. So, yes, pick time. time. I love time of the day. 
It is our current updated record. It is I am 107 and 73. Jim is 112 and 68. So I, I made up some ground over the weekend, and I, I fully plan to keep doing that. Um, so let's get right into it. But I already well, I think this week, I think we might have I think we might have a couple of games where it's gonna be hard, and I think we might just not or maybe I'll, or maybe I'll just make it interesting and I'll just go gutsy on a few. Who knows? Not with this first I'm one. Gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna roll it. I'm just gonna roll the dice. And if the first one is Atlanta and the Jets, this is the one time I could tell you I could pick the fucking Atlanta Falcons because the Jets will blow. Chargers, Patriots. Oh, yeah, we're going Chargers. Chargers. All right, Saints. That's a that's a no brainer. Saints. Lions. Who you got? This is the game. A lot of people said I read where somebody said that Teddy Bridgewater should start this game. No, so that so that like Goff could like you know kind of uh take like a break and kind of like recharge himself. I think this is the game where you want Goff to play because he's like, you know what? I'm coming in. I'm pissed. You know, we should have won on Thanksgiving. Thanks for fucking America on that one, Detroit. Hmm. Fucking there's reason why your city looks like utter fucking trash, but whatever. Um, the Saints, Derek Carr is not the guy. Not the guy. I said it when he was in Oakland slash Vegas, and I'm saying it now. He's not the fucking guy. You take Detroit? Give me Malibu Goff. Give me eight mile golf, him, him, and him and friggin' uh, Jameer Gibbs were at the Chin Tiki last night doing freestyle battles. And I'm telling you, golf smoked it on the mic and he's smoking it on the field today. Give down, me down to the shelter, <laughs> down at the shelter with Future and Chester Bob and that and the other fat guy who I'll, nobody I'll, knows. Give me, give me the Lions, man. I don't trust the Saints. I really don't. And the Lions are looking for a bounce back, so that's a no brainer to me. Falcons, Jets, who you got? We really, I can't believe that. Do it. You doing it? No, I'm not picking up fucking Jets. This is going to crash and burn. No, I'm talking about I, the Falcons. <laughs> no, no, I'm a, I'm a fucks with Ludacris and the Falcons all day. ATL. <laughs> what you know about that? What you know about that? Give me the Falcons, man. It's Falcons all day on this one. That, 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 I wouldn't even trust a a, a remote controlled jet to fucking win today. Fuck it's crazy. Now give me the Falcons on this too. Speaking of, uh, yeah, Steelers Cardinals. I don't even have a segue for that. Steelers Cardinals. I already know who you're picking. I'm doing the same fucking thing. I don't. Yeah. I don't see Arizona beating them. I really don't. But again, there's Steeler fans out there that think because the schedule's easier. And I discussed it the other day. Actually, you know what? we could discuss it after the picks. And we'll go into the whole Steeler Raven thing and the AFC North. We could do okay. that after the All right. Titans Colts. Who you got? <laughs> Indy. Even without, without Jonathan Taylor. Indy. Indy it's all day. All day. For the shoe. For the shoe. Yeah, for the shoe. Yeah. What fucking shoe? Mullet Mania versus the Mayo Man. Do you know the Mayo Man? Who Jim, I'll tell you what. Do you know the Mayo Man? <laughs> you just got to have some faith in these Tennessee Titans. Don't you worry about it now here, see? Will Levis, I've eaten banana peels with him. He's one hell of a guy, unfortunately. When it's, when it's game day, he can't show up. That's why his girl left him. 
damn. <laughs> Uh, the, fact that she, the fact that she was the more focal point of the draft when they hilarious. showed Oh, God. I wonder if she wound up fucking dating somebody who went higher in the draft. That's all she was there for. I'm not swinging at that. All right. Dolphins Commanders, who you got? <sighs> give me fucking, give me Snowflake and Ace Ventura saving him. Yep, I'm with the Dolphins, too. Texans versus Dave's Broncos. Who you got? Ooh. Dave, I'm going to do it. Because I've done it two weeks in a row. And if they win, I will somehow manage to get the Dave's Broncos shirt made. <laughs> I am going to ride with unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. I'm going to ride with high knees, Bible banging, getting Sierra pregnant. Every friggin' year and a half, I'm riding with the Broncos. I'm doing it. I'm taking my AFC South on this one. Give me the Texans. Give me the Texans. I think think this will be a better game than people will think. Panthers versus Bucks. Who you got? (laughs) Bryce Young versus Baker. God, talk about a coach who literally was the scapegoat for, for, for the ownership and general manager's own flaws and failures. Oh, God. Give me fucking Baker Mayfield. You did it last week. They lost. Don't pick the Panthers. Save yourself. You got ground to make up. <laughs> you know I'm right. You know it. Just say Baker. You know you want to do it. Because of, because I can't. I can't. Fuck it. Give me the Panthers. Let's do it. Why not? All right. We'll see what happens. I don't trust this Buccaneers team. Give me the Panthers. Let's do it. All right. Uh, the the brand new and improved Joe Flacco Browns versus the ah! the Rams. <laughs> oh God! The fact that you Browns fans think Joe Flacco is going to save your fucking season. Yeah. Yeah, Rams. right. Give me fucking Stafford. I only know two out of my ten wide receivers. Give me Rams. Yeah. Niners, Eagles. Ooh. Ooh. This one's tough. <laughs> Give me the Niners. You know what? Jalen Hurts isn't playing 100%, but he fucking played with grit last week. I don't want to do this. I just think I think the Niners just have too much on their side right now. You picking the Niners? I don't want to do it. You know what? Let's go, gutsy. Aaron, this one's for you. Ah, there you go. Why? Let's go. It's it's for the bay for me. all these picks are for fun. It's not like we're winning any money. And if we did, we'd probably donate it to a fucking charity. It would probably be to buy paper bags for fucking Browns fans, Saints fans that they could put over their heads for the next 30 fucking years. Or Jets fans, for that matter. Heavy, uh, Niner Mike, uh, Mr. Roscoe, these, this one's for you. Give me the Niners. Give me the Niners, man. All right. Chiefs, Packers. Who you got? <sighs> Please. It's in Lambeau. 
It could be a fucking Area 51 for all I give a shit. <laughs> fucking cheats. Jordan, Jeez. there is no love from me for Jordan Love because he's so inconsistent. And maybe part of that is, you know, you know, I don't even know what it is at this point. I, I, I just, I just don't think he's the guy in Green Bay. That the fact that you pushed Rodgers out for this guy, I could understand if you drafted like a Kenny Pickett to push him out, or like, uh, or even if you, you know, it doesn't even matter who the fuck they they would have drafted. They they would have been better keeping Aaron Rodgers anyway, but. Jordan Love is not the guy in Green Bay, and now you just set yourself back three, four years with that fucking atrocious pick. So give me the fucking Kansas City Swifts and to that guy on YouTube who left his stupid little comment, which I sent to to various people. Do me a favor. If you don't like this show or any show that we do, don't leave any negative fucking reviews. Just unsubscribe quietly and walk away. Because you don't want to unleash the beast that is me. Because I went back at him. Go, Pack, go. Give me the Packers. Give me the fucking... I got a feeling, man. Give me the Packers. But I can understand why. Because this does have... Has the makings of a trap game like when they played the Broncos in Boston. Yep. And we picked a team look like... And the Packers seem to be clicking right now. So give me the Packers. All right, Monday night. You already know where I'm going. It's Jags Bengals. Who you got? Oh, sorry. that's simple. This Jags. would have been a better matchup. This would have been a better matchup, and I might have went a different route if Joe if Joe Burrow was in. But there's no wait. Chiefs Packers is the Sunday night game. Yep. Oh my God, what are we doing, NFL? What are we doing? What the? Oh my God, put Eagles Niners is the Sunday night game. Yep. That's the Biggest matchup of all. Oh my God. You want, to talk yeah. about, you want to talk about fumbling the ball? Holy shit. This is like when in WWE, Finn Balor was dating uh, Kathy Kelly, and then he dumped her. NFL, this is the time of year where we want to see games flexed. Okay? This should have been the Sunday night game or the Monday night game. You could have put Jags Bengals in, in the Sunday night. You know, because you, you, I understand you got to give everybody an even amount of fucking primetime games, but um, really? Really? Chiefs Packers? What's on the line here? What, is Taylor going to be at this game? Is that why we're doing this? Maybe. If she's at this game, if she's at this game, I'm telling you now, I want somebody to throw a fucking wedge of Yallsburg cheese at the sweet window. It's some cheddar. Fucking take some fucking brie. Fucking lacy Swiss. Some I don't get cheese curds, eh? <laughs> oh, God. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Give me NFL scheduling is atrocious. I'm not even going to give you the Thursday night game. You already know what it is for next week, and I already oh. know where we're going. It's it's Steelers, New England. We're both going Steelers, so let's just move on from that one. Yeah. We're already... But, no, what were you going to say? You were talking about how you wanted to get into how the the oh, the Flacco so, Browns. No, we're, we're not getting into it. Fuck. First of all, <laughs> well, I, I obviously I understand DTR is out. Mm-hmm. You could have went and got anybody else. 
literally anybody else. You literally should have just started P.J. Walker in this game. The fact that you're relying on, I don't know whether I'm coming or going, Joe Flacco, and that's not his fault at all. No. That, 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 that's solely Kiko Alonso's fault. Yep. And Browns fans still think you are in contention. This weekend will pretty much almost take you out of it when you lose to the Rams. Okay. I, yeah, pretty much because the Ravens are on a bye week. Mm-hmm. And speaking speaking of the Ravens, because now that's the big conversation is who's got the clearer path to the north as far as winning it. You know, obviously the Ravens have a harder schedule. The Steelers, on paper, have an easier schedule. My argument is that, on paper, it's easy and soft. It's till you play. And obviously, the Steeler-Raven game, Week 18, can decide all this. Because if the, if the Steelers can keep winning and clean up the offensive miscues, which, by the way, why did it take till Week 12 to figure out that there's a fucking middle of the field is beyond me. It's it's literally beyond me how they now find the middle of the field. This is quite amazing. And this is why I said firing Matt Canada came too late. It came way too late. You obviously see that Kenny was uncomfortable this whole time with Matt Canada. He's more comfortable with Mike Sullivan calling the plays. Even though Faulkner is the offensive coordinator, it's Mike Sullivan who's dealing with Kenny one-on-one. But when you look at the Steelers' schedule and the Ravens' schedule, again, on paper, one's harder than the other. But I'm telling you right now, somehow, someway, the Steelers will win the AFC North and shock everybody. Because, again, it's the Steelers against the world, and we don't care. It's going to it's gonna happen. From the Long Island Nostradamus himself. <laughs> we'll see what happens, man. I, I'll definitely be interested to see how the AFC North plays out. I think division-wise, Miami's winning the East. My Jags got the South. North is going to be a, a dog fight. And the West is the Chiefs. That's just how it is. Yeah. For the NFC West, it's the Niners. NFC East, it's the Eagles. Yeah. NFC North, I don't know. <laughs> NFC North is a crapshoot, just like the NFC South. I would think, I would think honestly, the North. I think it. I think it's still the Lions to lose, but that's it, true. It, it, but it's it, it's one of those. It, it's like even though Dak has been playing lights out, mm-hmm. unless the Eagles lose today, and then. For, un, for some unforeseen reason, you see the Eagles just go like on this losing streak. Yep. Dallas would have a shot to hop, skip, and jump them. And no, Craig Carton, that is not the, and that wouldn't be, that's not a distraction having a kid, you what fucking. A, what a moron. What I, a I st- fucking moron. It, it must have been a dry day in sports or something to to ever bring that up. And the fact that, in one show, you put yourself on the level of Cowherd and Skip Bayless it is beyond. I, I lost all respect for him the minute I seen that. I'm like, well, oh, my God. it's I'm nuts like, for me. Like, you don't have to be married to the person to be a good parent. You just have to be a good parent. Yeah. 
A, a ring is not a requirement to be a good parent. A good person is re- the requirement of being a good parent. Yeah. And Dak doesn't strike me as a bad guy. He but, just here's ha- the thing. but here's the thing. This is coming from a guy who defrauded all his clients because he had his own personal addictions and then had to do jail time for it. And then this guy's out here making assessments on somebody else's personal life. Didn't know that. I will be honest. I didn't know this dude existed until like a month ago. Well, that's why he wound up getting fired from WFAN. Because if I remember correctly, he got arrested like an hour before Boomer and Carton was supposed to start. Nobody knew why he wasn't there. And then it came out why. So Boomer was like, Boomer came out and he's like, "Uh, Craig won't be joining us. Uh, I can't disclose the reasons why, but he was arrested. And then everything came out hours later. Why? Because he was part of like this scamming with like tickets or something like that. And then like he was taking the money and using it to gamble because he had a gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. And he defrauded a lot of people on it. He wound up going to jail. And now he's out here. Not only is he talking about Dak, he then came out and said something about like Des Bryant. And Des Bryant came out and he goes, oh, this guy who who who, who went to jail for, uh, you know, friggin' defrauding honest people is talking about me when I never defrauded anybody in my life. Yeah. He goes, yeah. If he goes, yeah, he goes, you could choke on it. Yep, it was a ticket scam. You got a year. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, the audacity for someone who has that situation. Like, And I'm not saying I'm perfect. None of us are perfect. But then, like, how? I haven't been to jail for a year. Neither have I. I don't plan to. <laughs> like, I got, no, I got no plans to. So, like, who who are you to judge? If I'm in Dak's shoes, my my logic would be: Who are you, who don't even know me, to judge yeah. me? And like, yeah. even passed aside, who the fuck are you? Like, it, it's I don't know. That's wild to me. That that's Carl's I mean, a moron. And, I mean, and we give Dak criticism but for we sure. Do it. We do it based on his on the field play. I'm not Jamal do- Adams. I'm not going to bring someone's personal life into this. What a clown! What a clown! Oh my god! Like, what Dak Prescott does behind closed doors in his sleep number bed is what he does. Exactly. I don't. It's none of my business. And listen, if the woman winds up because because Craig Carton's like, well, she's a gold digger. She's only she's only with him for the money and having the kids, so she can get the big payday. Craig, Listen, who hurt you? Who hurt you, if man? That, if that's what winds up happening, then then that's on Dak Prescott, and that's a poor decision on his part. That's not but, on you. But it's not for you to discuss when you're on a sports talk show. Keep it about sports. Keep it about sports. Exactly. It's yeah. and the only reason we're talking about it is because it that is kind of funny coming from us who constantly go off the rails on bullshit and everything like that. But it's. We're also not on ESPN. So like, no. but the, and here's my thing or, or NFL network or whatever. I, I shit you not. I did not know this guy exists until like a month ago. <laughs> I, well, I, well, the only reason why I know he exists is because I live in New York and I listened. I listened when, when Craig Carton was on WFAN, which then WFAN was gracious enough to bring him back. And the only reason why, and but he'll never admit this. The only reason why Craig Carton was ever brought back to WFAN was because WFAN 
was losing the, the, the afternoon drive ratings to Michael Kay and Don LaGreca. So they took Evan Roberts and put him with Craig Carton. And as soon as they did that, WFAN's ratings from the 3 p.m. slot to 6, 7 p.m. went through the roof. Mm-hmm. But then Craig Carton, in his own egotistical way, then he got the show with FS1 in the morning and yeah. then decided, can't do both. I have to choose one or the other. And I guess he went to WFAN and said, I need more money, even though they were paying him pretty decent. But FS1 was paying him more. So now you have two scumbags on FS1 talking about shit that they don't know what the hell they're talking about. One in the morning and one in the afternoon. Except one can keep co-hosts and the other one can't. And Skip Bayless, who can't listen to former players' assessment of a hip drop tackle, which should not be banned anyway, because it is pretty much just a regular tackle. And it's just a freak occurrence when the guy gets hurt. But what the fuck do we know? We just watch football and we have our own assessment. I'm but, with you on you that. Know, but, you know, we don't know nothing. Sorry. No. I do I do know stuff because I'm not a Browns fan. Sorry. On that note, you got anything else you want to get into? I just want to know what kind of – I just want to know what thoroughbred of horse Achille they took out of to put down rock. <laughs> it, it's – I don't know, man. That that dude had some – for it's someone like, who – You know what, though? I will I – will, and I and I said this when I did my episode Tuesday. I will give Aaron Rodgers credit for this, even though he kind of, you know, with, with his whole political thing or whatever, and I, I, we're, we're going to leave that out of it. I'll give him credit for having this moxie and this attitude, this like, all right, you think I'm not coming back right away? Okay, I'm going to prove you wrong. Because he's been doing it his whole career. Yeah. You, you know, the guy breaks his freaking collarbone and he's supposed to be out like however long. And he was back in like four weeks. I wonder if he used flex tape to, to put his fucking, to put his collarbone back together. It's, it's that ayahuasca darkroom retreat, man. I mean, that's just what it is. It's that. It, it's, Listen, I could use some of that because I got a fucking, I got a pain in my knee like you wouldn't believe. And Rogers mailed me some of that. You know, I just call the jet ticket office and get him on the phone. <laughs> on that note, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, if you like the show, let us know. You can let us know by either reaching out to us on uh, at Fan of the Van on Twitter or at Titus and Pod or at ITA Bad Take Pod. That's the best place to get in touch, I'm assuming, either of us. Um, you could also let us know by leaving five-star reviews and comments and stuff like that. Retweet the show. If you like it, that's great. We appreciate it. Tell us. Tell everyone you know. Pass the word along. If you didn't like it, like we always say, treat it like a bad date. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Neither of us can get each other's time back. We appreciate it. But you go your way, we'll go ours, and we'll just never talk again. Let's be responsible adults about this. And if you also like our show, people you can check out. Uh, these are also the people who retweet. This way you get a shout-out as well. If you retweet the show, share the show, like the show, all that fun stuff. Uh, five-star reviews, which I admittedly need to check um, a little more often. Um, but go check out, uh, obviously, 2 of Sports News. Go check out Brent Dave of 1420. Uh, go check out the BS in Sports podcast. Go check out Aaron over Brutally Honest. Go check out Darian uh, over at Chill Takes on TikTok. I think he's got his podcast back up and running now, too. Uh, go check out go check out Dave and John at Level the Playing Field, the guys the We Like Sports podcast, Average Joe Sports. Go check out him and Jim's show, Cigar and Sports, as well. Uh, if you're listening to this on Is This a Bad Take, go check out Fan of the Van. If you listen to it on Fan of the Van, Is This a Bad Take is up and running again. Uh, whenever I have the time, it's just. Look, 10 minutes of me screaming into the void about something that infuriated me over the last two weeks. Um, <laughs> not so much a screaming, it's more 
yeah, it listen to it. You'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, go check out Sports After Dark always. Sports After Dark has merch out now. Go check that out. Um, it's a cool looking hoodie. I need to get myself one at some point. Uh, if you're looking to gamble outside of an NFL facility, if you are one of the many NFL players who listen, uh, go check out Nate's Daily Wager or You Bet Smart. Also, go check out uh, Visit Vegas Places if you're looking for something to do in Vegas. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, we'll see you next time. Peace.